0: Welcome to The Future of Insights, a series of podcasts from Ipsos exploring all the ways that the market research industry is transforming as it adopts new technology, responds to an explosion of data, and finds new ways to help businesses get closer to their consumers. Our latest episode sees Jennifer Hubber, Chief Client Officer and Head of the Ipsos Global Client Organization, in conversation with Annalene Bartoluce, Vice President of Consumer Insights and Analytics at Philip Morris International. Hello,
1: Anneline. Good morning.
0: Hi, Jennifer.
1: Very nice to have you. Thank you so much for accepting to uh, be part of our podcast.
0: Thank you so much for the invitation. Super happy to be here.
1: Lovely. So I was wondering if uh, you'd like to maybe introduce yourself as a first yeah. uh, opening of our chat yeah. and tell us something about maybe your journey, your, your yeah. current role.
0: Yes, yes. So currently I'm, uh, I'm leading consumer insights and uh, regulatory uh, insights and analytics for uh, Philip Morris International. The regulatory insights was just added uh, first of March so I'm still getting used to the, the change in job title um and I've been in this role for the past year and a half about a, a year and a half um but I've been working um, in insights analytics for the past 20 years I started my career at Procter & gamble um in the uh, in the insights uh, function was uh, was with Png for for 12 years and navigated the organization worked in different parts of the organization and in different geographies um, and then I uh, I joined IKEA and became uh, the the global leader for uh, for insights and analytics uh, for um, for IKEA um, and the the last two years of that seven years my role was also extended to uh, to cover strategy uh, for that amazing brand um, yeah and so this is basically my third stint um, always worked like I said in insights analytics because I have a I have a huge passion for that.
1: Great. And, uh, and I know that you, you, you also have uh, a reputation for being a transformational leader. And so I was wondering within your current role, what are the changes that you are aiming to drive at mm-hmm. your company today in terms yeah. of how Insights uh, is contributing to the yeah. to the business, to the business yeah. of your company?
0: Yeah, for me, it's all about bringing insights and analytics, um, research, and real-time data uh, together. It's a realization I had actually, I think, around ten years ago, where, you know, when when data became a lot more available, not just research data. I think up till that point, as a function, we had a little bit of kind of an a, a total, yeah, absolute rights and, and and control over the data that was uh, that was being sourced, consumer data. I'm I'm talking about more specifically, um, and uh, the realization was okay. So either that is something that we let happen in parallel, or we really really bring the two, um, together. Ultimately, it's all about different uh, data sources, um, and I think for any company and any leadership, um, you know, having a holistic understanding, um, of of consumers uh, is what really can kind of brings consumer centricity. So for me, it was kind of very quick. Um, decision to say, okay, you know that that needs to come together. Um, so that is what um, what the transformation um, that I led um, at IKEA, um, and that's also one of the reasons why I was brought on uh, at uh, at Philip Morris to uh, to drive that uh, to drive that um, kind of transformation or integration. But that is basically what I'm what I'm spending a lot of my time on uh, in this role as well. How can we bring real-time data, data that is already available? Um, you know, into the picture, and then complement it with research data when, when, when there is a need. Um, I think increasingly, um, business leaders are asking for much faster insight. Um, you know, more forward-looking insight as well, not just understanding the past um, behaviors of consumers or the past performance, but also, um, you know, being able to get a glimpse of what is uh, what is really um, coming ahead. And I think there. Um, you know having a good data foundation and being able to to build those more um you know advanced and predictive analic- analytics analytics on, on top of that um puts us really in in a pole position as a, as a function to drive uh, exactly that foresight too often if I look at my team the amount of time that they spend on oh can you get me that number or can you get me that uh, chart um I think that a lot of time goes into that which is honestly not so much added value and being able to automate that and give you know people in the business um direct access um to to data products that you know are built to to self-serve that frees up a lot of time um for an insights function to really kind of you know look more yeah. at so where can where can i really make a difference what can where can i really be a strong business sparring partner uh, and challenge uh, some of the beliefs and and bring that more strategic um perspective uh, Onto the business.
1: I hear a lot about data streams, about uh, real time, about automation. that's really at the heart of what you're mm-hmm. uh, like working on, right? Yeah. and you you talked about data products and getting those data products to the to the to the users, mm-hmm. to the stakeholders. Yeah. Could you give us an, an example of that? Yeah. What does that mean? Yeah, yeah
0: a, a data product for me is really um, you know, where you bring different data sources together to answer a specific um business, um business problem, answer to a specific business problem. Um, for example, you know, we have one data product which is called One Consumer View, where you basically get all the data across the, the consumer journey uh, into one place. So you see um, um, which people have started adopting um, reduced risk products? Um, you know where where they are in the journey. Are they aware? Are they you know have they already tried? Have they? And just getting a view of how that moves on a daily basis. You know how many people have become aware? How many people have tried? How many people have relapsed um, to using combustible cigarettes? Which is definitely something that we want them uh, you know not to do. And how can we can we carry them through that uh, through that journey? It is fully data and that is one example um, of a data product where we can, you know, people, whether you're working in, in CX or, or you're working in strategy function or you even. Working in, in operations, you can you get access to the data and you see exactly what is happening because that basically also impacts demand planning. It impacts you know your marketing plans. It can impact anything. They get direct access to that. And at the same time, we also use um, that data product to do you know more advanced analytic uh, analytics and predictive analytics to say okay, but you know if we continue on this trend, you know this and this is 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 uh, is coming ahead of us. So how do we actually, um you know um, plan for for that to to accelerate that or to to kind of curb uh, curb a trend. Um, That is just one uh, one example.
1: Good example. Okay. no, thank you. Thank you for that. That brings it to life very nicely. So I was wondering, this is is uh, definitely this means driving change, a lot of change, because as you said, it wasn't Mm. like this a few years ago. Mm -hmm. And uh, any challenges, any key challenges that your team or that you are facing in your role as you try to lead this transformation, either Mm -hmm. here in your current role or that you have faced in the past?
0: Yeah. No, I think I mean, and that's that's exactly what I've also um experienced at IKEA, and, and I'm experiencing um again now at, at PMI. I think getting the buy-in from from top management uh, into what this change uh, entails, um, that is that is a lengthy <laughs> lengthy process because typically, I mean, everybody wants it because they 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 understand. Yeah, of course we want consumer centricity. Of course we want a better consumer experience. Of course course, we want to get a holistic understanding of our business performance, but there is very little understanding of what that actually entails, what that means from, from a technology perspective, what that means from a competence perspective, what that means even from a total operating model uh, perspective for, for data analytics uh, specifically. So getting that buy-in um, and and because, you know, senior leaders need to take certain decisions in this area, but are, don't necessarily have all the details and that, that can make them quite uncomfortable. Um, but once you get that buy-in, you know, then uh, I think it's, uh, you know, it's it's about executing and then the business value comes across very, uh, very, very quickly. So that I would say is one challenge. The other one is, of course, if I look um, a bit more internally at, at, at us as a function, you bring, you know, you have your, you know, your, your traditional research um, competence um, that is that is very present in the team. Of course, when we're talking about data analytics, you need to bring in very new competences, at least new for you know the function that we used to be um, so many years ago. You're talking data scientists, data engineers, analysts, architects, um, you know, etc. And that I think is, yeah, I think it can make people sometimes um, a little bit insecure, like, oh, does that mean that you know my yeah. competence? is not relevant anymore or Mm -hmm. uh, you know and and that I think is for me no I I think it it is really about both ends I think it's about um, marrying uh, the two in a a good way and there is a role to play for all Types yeah. of competences. Yeah,
1: that's great. Thank you for thank you for that point. I'm going to ask you,
0: talking about people, today
1: is International Women's Day by Yay. total chance. Yes, <laughs> yes exactly. And we so plan for I it was going like to just to to finish off on a on a on a, a quick note. Uh any any based on your personal experience, any reflections or any advice you'd like to share for women or men alike yeah. on on this yeah. special day
0: yeah no absolutely Uh, actually that's exactly what i woke up to this morning um with with okay what does it actually mean i for me throughout my career i've always um, really focused on it's my mantra you know I, I, I always uh, lead with content um, and people that have worked or are working for me will definitely recognize that ultimately you know when you bring when you bring valuable um, content to to the business um, you will find your way up if that is the aspiration that you uh, that you have I think the other point that has been really important for me is that you continue to be yourself. Um you know as as female leaders specifically I think we we have uh, we have a different um leadership style. Um sometimes for me it's never been about trying to mimic, you know, what is uh, what is a, a different leadership style. I'm I'm just myself uh, and I think that has also um, played out quite well um for me. Um, there's great female talent also in data analytics, uh, wonderful people right. um, that, that bring the skill sets and at the same time, a slightly different type of leadership. So I have I have very, uh, very high hopes.
1: Lovely, the advantages of uh, mixology.
0: Yes, exactly. <laughs> lovely.
1: Thank you so much, Anneline. It was great to hear about your experience and uh, lovely to
0: see you today. Bye-bye. Yeah, great seeing you too. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Future of Insights. Please make sure that you subscribe to the Ipsos Views channel wherever you get your podcasts and we hope you'll join us next time.